0: Hello and welcome to the Organize for Success podcast, the show where we provide organizing tips and solutions so you can get organized, simplify your life, and create more time so you can do the things you love to do. I am your host, Kathy McEwen, and myself and my team help those with clutter clear their clutter, get organized, and pack and unpack. We help organize homes and offices and also help organize moves. So you ready? Let's get organized. Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in. I am Kathy McEwen, a certified professional organizer and owner of a home organizing company called Second Set of Hands, and this is episode number 10, The Cost of Clutter. When it comes to clutter, there are several costs associated with it, and some of you may not even realize it, and it actually may be more than you even thought. So I'm going to be covering 10 different costs associated with having clutter today, and let's get started. Okay, so let's talk clothes. You may have heard the saying that we wear 20% of our clothes 80% of the time. That's right. We tend to grab the same clothes that we love and wear most of the time. So if that is happening, we are buying clothes and either not wearing them or rarely wearing them. And yes, sometimes we need that business suit or dress for that rare occasion, which is fine. We need it we keep it, but overall, most of us have clothes in our closet that we don't wear. And I usually say, if you haven't worn it in a year, then it's time to let it go. But we also shouldn't buy clothes that we don't need. So let's talk about, for example, a black tank top. If you have a bunch of black tank tops, do you really need more than a couple? If you say yes, ask yourself why? One of the main problems that I see with clients is that they need to have a lot of clothes because they don't do their laundry on a regular basis. And this is the one exception to the rule when it comes to wearing 20% of your clothes 80% of the time because what happens is, if you don't do your laundry regularly, for example, once a week, and, and you don't, it piles up. And if you don't wanna wear dirty clothes, then what has to happen? You need to buy more clothes, right? which is more cost. So I realized that doing laundry is really tough for some people. It's definitely tough for some of our clients and they end up having several loads at a time to do and they don't always have the time or energy to put the clothes away when they're clean. So a lot of times what happens is these clients have a lot of clothes because they don't want to do their laundry as often as they want. Want, uh, they really should so they end up having a lot of clothes and they end up wearing a lot of it because they don't do the laundry so normally we wear 20% of the clothes 80% of the time unless you are someone who just doesn't do laundry very often and you know you wait until you've gone through all your clothes to um, do your laundry so the solution really is to have less clothes which equals less money Right, you don't have to spend as much money if you have less clothes and do your laundry more often. Okay, so let's talk toys. Toys it has the same rule actually, same rule applies. Most kids play with 20% of their toys 80% of the time. And that is because they have so many toys that they don't play with them all. So that tells me that unless all the toys were given to them, there was a high cost of purchasing these toys. And it's not always about the cost being financial, but also the cost of having so many toys around that the children don't have a good place to play. And they sometimes can't find their favorite toys because there are so many of them. So keep in mind that most kids would prefer to be in a room where it is not hard to find their toys. It's easy for them to find their toys. And they also wanna have a lot of room to play. So if you have a lot of toys lying around and the kids are tripping over toys, they don't want to trip over toys. (laughs) Really, they don't. Kids like structure and systems in place for their toys. So some people think that they have to give their kids a lot of toys to make them happy. But in reality, that's not what makes them happy. So it's one thing just to keep in mind. And also another thing too to keep in mind is that if their toy room is organized better and they have systems in place, and maybe their toys containers are labeled with wording or pictures, then it's easier for your kids to put their toys away as well. So one of the things that I notice is that we're not teaching our kids enough to tidy up. And if the kids don't tidy up, then, and the parents are too tired to tidy up, then it just doesn't get done. So keep in mind that if your child sees a messy home, then they think it's okay to have a messy toy area. But if you make it easier for the child to tidy up, like you can even make a game out of it, right? You can put a timer on and say who can tidy up faster or, you know, how long will it take you to tidy up this area? I'm going to put a timer on and, you know, just make games out of it. Then the kids are more likely to tidy up. And it also teaches them the benefits of having a clutter-free environment. So for example, when my kids were small, the toy area in my house did get cluttered during the day. I have to admit they pull toys out one thing after another. It does get tight. Sorry, it does get cluttered. But at the end of the day, the kids got into the habit of tidying it all back up again. So that, you know, it just made me a much happier person. Because for me, I want to go to bed knowing my house is tidy. So it, I was definitely happier, I have to say, when they started learning to tidy up themselves. So the solution for toys is to have less toys, which will save you money if you're buying them, and if your children are getting gifts, suggest letting the people know who are buying the gifts that your child would love a gift of experience. So instead of giving them, you know, a lot of toys, you know, suggest maybe gift certificates to a museum or movies kids love that. They really do. They remember those experiences more than they do their hundreds of toys they have. So it's just a little tip. And another option is to rotate toys that your child has been given. Like put some of them away because they get so many toys at birthday parties, Christmas parties, you know, it, it they start to add up having all these toys. So put some of it aside and um, bring it out later and rotate them. And at the same time, when you're rotating these toys, also keep in mind that donate what you don't use anymore, what the kids aren't using anymore. Let them go and donate them. Okay, so now let's talk offices and time management. Clutter and disorganization around offices can cost some organizations well up to $65,000 a year according to the professional organizers in Canada. So that is what they're saying in corporations, in, you know, companies where they have staff member, it could cost up to $65,000 a year due to clutter and disorganization. So professional organizers of Canada found that 37% of working Canadians are likely to struggle with time management and with 82% of those describing themselves as extremely disorganized. And in a recent survey by Forbes, 35% of workers said they would be ashamed if anyone caught a glimpse of their cluttered workspace and 40% criticized their coworkers for their cluttered desks. And they say that the average worker spends 30 minutes per day and 150 hours per year just looking for items such as documents. So if we're not organized in our office, this could be in for corporations, it could be for a home office as well, we tend to spend time wasted looking for things. According to the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professional Professionals, that's NAPO, the average American spends one year of his life looking for lost or misplaced items. Now, can you believe that one year of our life is spent looking for items that are misplaced. That is crazy. And time is money. Not only for business owners who are employee, whose employees are wasting time looking for things, but for everyone who is wasting their time. Time is money. My time is worth something. I don't work for free because I have a busy schedule and my time away from family and friends means that it has to be worth my time being away. Right? So, That goes for you listeners as well. If you are not finding the time to do what you love to do, example, I don't know, maybe go to the spa or read a book that you've been wanting to read lately or spending time with people who matter the most to you and you just don't have the time to do that, then when you waste your time doing something else, It sucks, right? Like it really sucks because you just wasted time doing something. You know, you may have spent, uh, for example, I don't know, maybe you signed up for swimming lessons or you're planning a trip south and you can't find your bathing suit. So your time looking for your bathing suit is spent wasted and you end up going to the store to buy another one. Well, not only are you spending money when you don't need to because you already have a bathing suit somewhere, but you're not sure where. But you have also have to count your time spent going out and buying that bathing suit. And even if you're an online shopper and you bought it online, it is still your time going online and buying that swimsuit. That, could, that time actually could be spent doing something that you love to do. Okay, so we have a few more areas to talk about, but before we talk about them, I wanted to just mention quickly that if you are struggling with having too much clutter and would like to have a more simplified home in life, then feel free to reach out to me by going to our website and filling out the contact form. I'm gonna have a link to the, both my websites actually in the show notes. You can just hop onto our website and uh, go to the contact form and uh, fill it out. If you're in the Ottawa area, Uh, it's Ottawa, Ontario, Canada area, then that's our local area. And we do offer um, hands-on organizing where the organizers can come and help you. But if you're not in our area, we do virtual organizing as well. So you could be anywhere and we'd be happy to help you. Also, if you want to have a copy of seven top organizing tips to get you started, you can do that by it's free. You just can hop onto my website on the homepage and, you know, fill out the subscribe area and you'll get a copy of that as well as monthly emails that I send out with other uh, interesting topics and organizing tips. And that's not it, but you can also join our free Facebook community. So if you're on Facebook, feel free to join our Facebook group. It's called Organize for Success, where we share organizing tips and solutions. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Okay, so let's go back to the episode and the cost of clutter. Okay, so now let's talk about food. How many of you have expired food in your pantry I see this often. One of the problem is that you may have a deep cupboard and when you do, food gets pushed to the back and when new food comes in, you can't see the food that's pushed back so it stays back there for a long period of time and eventually expires. Also, often what happens is that you may be at a grocery store and you can't remember if you have any popcorn for example, so what do you do? You buy a large box of it. You get home and find out that you already have a box. So not only is the popcorn taking up twice as much space as it needs to, because you have two now instead of one, but if you don't eat all the popcorn, it will eventually expire. Now, some people are okay with expired food and that's really up to you if you like to eat expired food, but I can tell you that popcorn and other items do not taste good when they are expired. And I know because I've tried it. My mother once gave me a box of popcorn. She didn't realize that it had expired. I didn't realize it. And uh, it tasted very stale and tasted pretty yucky. So expired food is a waste of money. Plain and simple. It's a waste of money. How often do you have to throw out expired food? How often do you do that? It adds up, right? But if your pantry is organized and you know what you have in it, then you are less likely to waste food, which is wasting money. And what about the food in your fridge? If your fridge is organized, you are more likely to see what is in there and less likely to throw out food that has gone bad. So throwing out food that has gone bad is a waste of money. Definite waste of money. Okay, let's talk late fees. If you're not organized, you may not notice that you have bills to pay. If you don't have your bills in order and you don't pay them on time, you risk being charged late fees. And more money is wasted again, right? So if you're spending money on late charges for anything, whether it's bills or I don't know what else it could be, but back in the day it used to be books at the library. But now, you know, anything that is late and you get charged interest on it, then that is money that is being wasted. Okay, let's talk storage. Paying for storage lockers. Are you paying for a storage locker right now? And if so, do you remember what's in your storage locker? Because I hear that a lot. People have a storage locker. They're not even sure what's in there. They haven't been in that storage unit for a while. They haven't gone through the items for a long time, so they really are not sure what is all in their storage locker or they have stuff in there, but they're not using it. So if so, that is more wasted money. Storage lockers can be a waste of money. Now, sometimes you may need a storage locker and I get that. But if you're, buying, if you're paying for a storage locker and you're not really using the items, it may be cheaper just to buy them again and not pay every month for a storage locker. Okay, so let's move on, and we're going to now talk about buying because it's on sale. This can be such a waste of money, but it's on sale. How can it be, you ask, right? Well, we see things on sale, sometimes a really good sale, like 50, 75% off, and the first thing we think is, What a good sale! This is such a great price, so we buy it. But do we really need it? So that's the question we have to ask ourselves. So, if for example, you see a black top on sale for $75 to $25. So it's from $75 and now it's only $25. You jump on it, right? Because it's a good deal. Well, you don't actually jump on it literally, but you buy it because it's a good deal. And then you get home and you notice that you already have five black tops that are very similar. So did you need to buy it? No. Was it a good deal? Yes. (laughs) But you bought something you didn't need and spent $25 that you could have spent on something else that you really needed. And I have done this myself. I, I am guilty of this. This is the one thing that I've had a harder time letting, you know, actually transforming really what I'm how I buy things, but... If I see a really good sale, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's such a good deal. And so I'm guilty for that as well. But I'm really learning now that when I see it, I don't say myself, it's such a good good deal, I also have to ask myself, do I really need it? And that's the trick. Okay, so the solution for buying it on sale is to really ask yourself if you really need it, because it doesn't matter if it's 75% off and it's a good deal, you just have to ask yourself if it's really worth it or not. Okay, the next one that I wanna talk about is buying more than you need. And this is similar to buying because it's on sale, but it's not quite the same. And you may have heard me talk about this before. So we tend to buy more than we need because it's cheaper if you buy it in bulk, right? So for example, if you need five screws, but you're at the store and it says the cost for five screws is $1, But if you buy a box of a hundred screws, it's only $3. So what do we do? We're like, well, I know I only need five, but if I get a hundred, it's only three bucks. It's only two bucks more. So we end up buying it in bulk. And it's not, it's not only like that you don't need it. so You bought something you don't need and you may never use, but you're also spending three times the amount of money that you really needed to. So it's one thing to keep in mind that you just spent $3 when you only really need to spend $1 and you don't know for sure if you're going to use all 97 other screws. So it's just something to keep in mind that sometimes, um, why do we do this? Because we think it's such a good deal, but really it isn't unless you plan on using all 100 screws in the near future. It has to be in the near future because we don't want to keep something that we may not ever use or it could be years from now then it's a good deal but if not it's actually a waste of money. Okay, so that's uh, buying more than you need and that's usually when you buy bulk items. Okay, let's talk about the next one which is upset family members. And this is a really high cost of having clutter when your family members are upset. And I'm not talking financial cost right now but And it could be. It definitely could be a financial cost. If you're spending money and you're bringing a lot of stuff in the house and your spouse doesn't like that, that could cause conflict. But I'm also talking about the cost of having family members upset because they can't find what they're looking for or they're tripping over stuff or they're embarrassed to have friends over. This is also another cost that is involved, besides financial, when it comes to having your family members upset that you're. Bringing in a lot of items. So once again, they could be upset because they can't find what they're looking for or they're tripping over stuff or they're embarrassed to have friends over. It really is hard on family members when there is a family member who has a lot of clutter and is disorganized, especially if the other family members are very organized and they like to have things in order and they like systems in place. It can cause problems among the other family members. So that's another cost of having clutter. Okay, now we're moving on to lost money and gift cards. So how many of you have lost money or gift cards and didn't even know it until you found it later on, or you still haven't found it and you know it's here somewhere? I see that all the time. We actually find money and gift cards when we are organizing our clients' homes and clients are usually happy that we found the money, but they're also upset that they lost it in the first place. So losing money is not fun, right? It's a waste of money. Okay, so besides that one, I could really go on and on and on about this all day, but there is, because there is such a high cost to having clutter. So really think about how you can cut the clutter out of your home And if you struggle to do it yourself, ask family or friends to help you, because having clutter costs money. And I didn't even go through everything I could have. I, you know, I have to, you know, eventually stop this podcast and move on. But I just, you know, we went through quite a few today, and um, there is definitely a high cost to having clutter. So keep that in mind and ask your friends or family for help. And if you can't, if you know there's nobody to help you, then you definitely consider hiring a professional organizer in your area or contact me by going to onto my website and going to the contact form. It may be worth your while to invest in organizing help, which will save you a lot of money in the long run. Okay. So once again, I will put a link to our websites in the show notes and our free Facebook group so that you can hop in there if you would like. And I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast. And as I always say, until next time, let's get organized.